0: The transfer portal is closed. Nebraska's had some attrition from the portal. We're joined now by Husker Online's Sean Callahan. We are every Wednesday. Sean, good morning. We found out from after the spring game, Nebraska went from six quarterbacks down to three with the loss of the, in the portal of Casey Thompson, Logan Smothers, and Richard Torres. Uh, I guess I'll, we'll start with, you know, we, we can't, we're we not surprised about Smothers and Torres. Were you surprised when you heard Casey Thompson enter his name in the portal this
2: weekend? Right. Uh, I mean sure I was a little surprised just because you know the 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 picture was painted that you know he was coming back for a competition but then when you take a couple steps back and kind of look at the landscape of college football there are a lot of quality power five programs that may not like their quarterback situation and you know somebody like him has a high value and you you, you look at Jeff Sims and he was Matt Rule's guy that they brought in. He played for Jeff Collins, who coached for Matt Rule, who took over at Temple when Matt Rule left Temple uh, for Baylor. So there was connections to Jeff Collins, who led Nebraska, to Jeff Sims, who came to Nebraska from Georgia Tech. Um, so you know he's clearly the guy that they brought in, and he fits what they want to do. Casey Thompson coming off shoulder surgery, um, you, know, he's, he's, you know, there's questions about his durability. Um, can he run and do the things that they need to do? I mean, it all makes sense. Um, but I, I think selfishly, if you're a Nebraska fan, you you want to have all the guys here. You, you want to see quarterback competition. You want to have a quality backup. But in this NIL era of college football that we now live, it's really hard to keep two good quarterbacks with that type of experience, especially when there's a strong NIL value. in case he was well compensated here, but his value is even that much higher now to another team at this point.
1: Sean Callahan joins us. Sean, do you have a good feel for where Casey will end up
2: uh, you know I've heard a few I mean obviously Auburn he was there this weekend he was in Auburn the first teams that reached out okay. uh, you heard Florida's name i I don't know if much has moved there Houston is another team I, I think um that has been mentioned that has interest um you know anybody that's lost a quarterback that went through a spring right now that doesn't really feel good about their starting situation that's where he Casey has high value because you're like, look, we we don't really like our QB situation right now. We can at least bring this guy in for one year to kind of let things settle in behind the scenes. Um, and, and there's a lot of program. I mean, Auburn, I think, though, is you know, between Peyton Thorne and Casey Thompson, they're gonna get one of those two guys and, and their collective and their NIL is gonna make sure of it.
1: Sean Callahan joins us. Sean, you're very interested in this topic. This particular topic really piqued your interest yesterday. Nebraska going to grass practice fields are pulling up the turf apparently over there um near near that practice facility the hawks facility what's your take on this why are they going to grass
2: well you know have the turf in the stadium still and then they'll have the turf on the indoor so they'll they'll technically have access to two turf fields but um my read just from talking to folks over there yesterday you know matt rule is big on practicing on grass for injury injury prevention and you know, easier on guys' joints. And, easier on and, joints. And, yeah, you're right. It, it's it's fascinating to me, though. That you know, the, you know they've ripped up that turf and put grass down. Because um, I always thought it was kind of you know, like wow, it makes a lot of sense. They've got a grass practice field next to a grass field. Now they're going to have two grass fields side by side then the indoor Hawks field. Um, so they, they've got an adequate setup that they need to be on turf and then go in the stadium. And you know, Matt roll kind of got it they will probably practice in the stadium a lot because he, he wants his players used to playing in the stadium. Um, but that was really interesting, and it leads to the question, could someday Memorial Stadium go to grass? They just put that turf down a year ago. It's no. brand-new turf. Um, so, you know, the turf, the turf shelf life is generally seven years okay. um, in the stadium. I think we're on the fourth turf ever since 1999 when Nebraska was the first school. In college football to go to, to field turf at that time.
0: And what, what what are the downsides to going to grass, Sean, on your opinion?
2: I mean, web, maintenance, cost, weather. Web. It's significantly more expensive. I mean, I've, that's why you, all the high schools around here, a lot of them have gone to turf, you know, because you don't have to fertilize it, you don't have to mow it, you don't have to line it. Uh-huh. Um, that, that's a lot of upkeep and maintenance. Um, you know, if you want your grass field um, to, to to look at a high level, I mean, there's, um, it, it just you think about like at a high school how much work if you have a grass field. There's you can appreciate. You, you remember uh, Mike Sip. Yeah, yes. You know, he, he's a real detail oriented guy. Father and Noah, he helped out at coach coaching at Wahoo Newman, and he didn't like how the maintenance people were taking care of the grass. It wasn't looking very good. And, uh-huh. He on his own would maintain Wahoo Newman's grass field because it it takes a lot of work and, and yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it just it will be interesting to see because Trev Alberts has hinted at it, but the cost mm-hmm. is significant um, to maintain an upkeep and upkeep it at a level like you would want it to be kept at
0: mm-hmm Showed by Sean Callahan Sean back to the portal for a second AJ Allen also in the portal for Nebraska at running back you know I'm curious when it came to the fall if he was still here did you think he'd have a good chance to be the starting running back when all was said and done if he was still
2: here it didn't have a great feel guys I mean it's hard to get that scene early out in the spring where um you know he was sent out of a practice um and it was on all over um you know you, all over the internet that week um, when he, when it, it happened. And after that, we never really saw him practice. He was in a yellow jersey, green jersey, had a concussion um, or some sort of head injury that limited him. And then he came back late in the spring, uh, but it, it just never had a feel. And AJ is a good player. We all we all can agree on that. Um, and yeah, the, the timing of waiting all the way till Sunday, um, the final day to go into the portal was probably. The most interesting part of it, um, but it, it, it just it just didn't have the right feel for whatever reason. And you know, he, he came to Nebraska, obviously, and, and got off to a great start, broke his collarbone, mm-hmm. and, and, and things you know just are where they are right now. And, and this is the new college football era we live in. You're yep. going to see guys doing this more and more um, every spring around the country.
1: Yeah, this one is... This is an example of one Sean that you'd really like to know what the story is, because I mean, let's just be very clear here. They lost a good running back. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, they did. They did. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat this one. They they lost a good one,
2: and because he doesn't break his collarbone, right? And finishes with a strong season last year, on which it looked like that's what was going to happen, right? You know, who knows where he's at at that point?
1: Who's the starting running back on? for the opener at Minnesota?
2: I still think it will end up being Anthony Grant, but I think Gabe and Anthony will play. Ramirez is going to have a role. Um, having a quarterback that can run and do things, too, is going to help those running backs out. It's just going to be harder to defend um, when when you have a guy that can give you that element to go with those backs, where a year ago the offense just didn't feature those things of the quarterback. So it was easier at times to defend the run game. Uh, when you knew there weren't going to be run calls for Casey Thompson worked in there as well. Um, so, you know, I, it's going to be a mix. You can't just have one guy. You have to have multiple
1: well, guys. I suppose, to yeah.
2: On yeah. And kind of get a feel every game.
1: Quick answer here. I know you got to run, Sean. I mean, well, I'm, and, I'm
2: good today. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm, did you read my text?
1: Oh, I must have missed that one. Um, I'm an old man, 56. Old. Uh, 54, actually, going backwards. Hey, Sean, now the, here's the deal. We, we disagree on something. D- I don't I saw you on the chat yesterday said that you don't think that Casey leaving will affect how much they run Jeff Sims design run plays. I do. I just don't think I don't think you can take the chance as many chances with him. Why do you think they will still run him as much without Casey in the fold? Jeff I, Sims. I just
2: think the element of that has to be in the offense. And that's what Rule has said. That's what Satterfield has said. They need to have some element of a run game with the quarterback. I'm not saying it's going to be Eric Crouch, 2001 here, or Jamal Lord, 2003. Um, but I, I think if you can work in five to seven runs a game with your quarterback, that gives you a lot to your offense. You know, picking up third and seven with your feet, having his own read element work in there. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Just just to give it the versatility to make it harder to to defend the run game. Um, and you know, getting those quarterback sneaks and, and just the things that you know that Sims is going to be able to give them that they weren't necessarily great at a year ago.
1: I think you run in more of Casey's if you have a, if you feel good
2: about your back. Oh well, yeah, I don't disagree. It, it, but the more you look at this Casey thing, it in this portal era, it's just going to be so hard to keep when you have two quarterbacks with twenty plus power five starts on their resume.
1: Right, it's hard to
2: keep it's them just bold. too much value with. Yeah. Those guys, Yeah. for one, just to say, I'm going to be cool to sitting out. I'm 25 years old playing my sixth year of college football, and I'm just going to be cool being the number two. I mean, Casey Thompson wants to be cool being the number one, and he wants, obviously, to, to monetize and maximize that on the NIL market.
1: He does, but, Sean, Sean, remember back in December, his dad was pretty convincing that he was staying. He knew the land. Remember what his dad said? Oh, we know who's coming. We're, we're here to compete.
2: My question, though, is how much do you think Charles really had a chance to talk to Matt Rule at that point? Mm, how much did they really was... know about anything about what was going to happen? Right, a no, lot right. has changed since December when that staff was out on the road every minute trying to, to get things set up. Right. and you know, we, we never heard from Casey.
1: We never did because we don't. We don't hear from him. The only
2: Irish. time we actually heard from him was at St. Michael's right. um, and, and at that recruiting night we did back in February. That's the only time I've talked to him. Um, since since the season ended at Iowa, and, and and he was he was optimistic that night as well. I mean, about you know competing and, and and looking forward to that situation. You heard Jeff Sims say things like him and Casey had become good friends, um, but yeah, you really. Other than that, we haven't heard a, we didn't we never heard a whole lot there because there wasn't anything because he wasn't practicing yet.
0: Hear you, Sean. Always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We'll chat with you again next week.
1: Hey, thanks, guys. Good job, oh, Sean. Sean Kelly. See, here's the deal, Bill. We don't – in this portal era, there's a lot of player movement and there's a lot of interesting things happening, but you can't talk to anybody. So it's just all – it turns out to be all speculation. All speculation. Yeah, which is fun for talk radio. We can have a heyday, but we don't really know the stories. No. We don't know why A.J. Allen left. No. I have no idea. I mean, because A.J. doesn't do – it doesn't do him any real good to talk to the media coaches aren't going to comment on individual player decisions those are individual player decisions i don't know what the hell happened i just know they lost a good running back and i'm not going to i'm i'm sorry jake they did I didn't say they did. <laughs> I like AJ Allen. He, I, he got, it's, a, it's a classic.
0: Simple same move. thing. You put words in Bill's mouth. Sandy. Bill's going to push back on this. <laughs> and I know. Bill's just sitting I'm here just watching the same, same thing. Same thing. When have I ever pushed back on AJ Allen? I, yeah. I like him. I'm sorry. He got yeah. hurt last year. He was I like to grandstand <laughs> for himself is what he's doing. No, I'm sorry. I, I, AJ yeah. Allen was a good running back. Is a good running back. Nebraska. And a great young man too. So wish him, wish him the best. Obviously, I can't believe it. I'm sorry. Put more in my mouth. over Ridiculous.
1: I wasn't putting words in your mouth. Kind of were. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I like I, I said all year round last way. year,
0: I liked A.J. Allen. I was no. a fan of him. I was no, bummed no. to see him get hurt, and I'm see, bummed to see him go. It's no. no. unfortunate. hope he does well in his next step, wherever that's at. What's next there? Up next is Song of the Day and The Mailbag. Okay. On nice. early break on The Ticket.